Volkswagen Lido. Mike's Daily Podcast. No, I didn't. Not recently, anyway. Welcome to Cafe Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast is the name of the show, and we're broadcasting from a place called Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valleyton today. That's right. We're no longer in Podcastro Valley Mont. We're at a different location today. But we're still at Cafe Anyway, huh? What? Did that make any sense? No, it didn't. Mike's daily podcast and i thought i was not going to do another show before the end of the year but here it is 1523 mike's daily podcast it's 1523 and i have been watching something on netflix i'm going to go and cancel it tomorrow but first i have to finish the roosevelt it's a great show and if you ever bought a pelt a fur pelt from a French trader from Canada. He would go on. Mike's Daily Podcast. These are the best pelts you could ever buy. Ontario. Is what he would say. Mike's Absolutely. Daily And I hope Podcast. This microphone doesn't fall off the stage. Yeah. Here at Cafe Anyway. The last place on earth. The last show. Absolutely last show of 2017. I'm not going to bitch about or beesh about 2017 everybody's doing that on social media today and i don't i'm not gonna partake well i did partake of it on friday look who just walked in but today i'm going to just say i'm excited about 2018 i'm positive as heck look who walked in hello my cousins it's yelling too hard oh my god somebody else walked in how rude oh my this is floored the floor man sorry about that chili it's all right. It's like so cool to see you, Floyd. And it's me, John Deere, the engineer. Let's begin the countdown clock, Mike. Countdown clock. Yay, countdown clock. We're going to start the countdown clock and get ready for 2018. By the end of the podcast, we'll have welcomed in 2018, and you'll get to do it right here on Mike's Daily Podcast. Woo-hoo! Yeah. 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 Hey, you know what I would like to say to you? It's, I am a lonely man. And here's today's podcast picture. Did I say I'm a lonely man? No, I'm not, because I got my dog, Basil the Boxer. And I got great friends, like Kevin, who listens to the show. I don't know if he's going to listen to this one, though, but maybe he is. That would be awesome. Hey! The podcast picture today is of Basil the Boxer, and this was last week. We went on a nice little excursion, a mic excursion. And if you would ever like to go on a millennial mic excursion, because I know you millennials like to experience things, you know that whole millennials. You know, millennials are so different from us because they like to experience things. They spend money on experiences. That's my stupid. Idiot um, Broadcaster voice Of probably a Gen Xer Or Baby Boomer talking there Because it's Billion sunshine That they say that because The fact is Gen Xers As I am one We did the same thing When we were younger 
We blew our money on stupid experiences. How many times did I go to frickin' Magic Mountain so I could ride a bunch of roller coasters? Or how many times did I pay? Back then, all the money I spent was peer pressure money. People going, Mike, come on, let's go see this stupid movie that Gordy wants to see. Yeah, I had a friend named Gordy. Yeah, I grew up here in the California where you have friends named Gordy and Gordo and you eat a gordita and it's a wonderful place, California. And yeah, the Trump won and the Russians helped. Look, we all have a lot of regrets, but my biggest regret is that Donald Trump is president yeah, of the United States, right. period. I so ho- hope I find that sounder and put that in. If I didn't, I put something else in. The point being, and that's my catchphrase, my point being that when we went to, we would spend money on experiences and we would go and we blew money to go see Boston perform at the uh, Forum in Irvine. And it was great. They got up there and sang more than a feeling. When I hear that old song play, it's more than a feeling. And all their big songs. Boston, it was awesome. It was the first big concert I ever saw. There was a band that opened for them called Fahrenheit. And it was two guys with one guy had the last name Farron, the other had the last name Height. And I think Chris Farron still has stuff up on YouTube. And you can listen to, he is so good. Is he as good as, uh, uh, what was I playing last time? Manchester Orchestra? You said you love me. No, and I, I got dinged for that on YouTube. They're like, you can't play this song. It's not okay. Uh, see, Fool in Love. Hey, well, that song popped up. So this was their big hit. Um, Sounded something a little bit like this. This, So this, they opened for Boston, Fahrenheit. Charlie Farron. Okay, and this is uh, the opening line. I'm just a fool And I can't play the rest because I'll get dinged. Nobody falls in love such as I do. And now I fall for you, baby. Oh, and here's Chris, Charlie Farron, the guy who's sing lead, sing, lead, sing, lead singer in that. And he performed this about 10 years ago. So let's see how he sounds. Nobody else knew who the hell Fahrenheit was. Now, here he is with John Butcher, the famous blues. Nobody falls so in love as I do. And, and John Butcher was with him. And where's John Butcher? Oh, baby, you're satisfied. I don't see John Butcher anywhere in this, but well, anyway. So there you go, Fahrenheit. That was the name of that band. And Charlie Farron. May he rest in peace. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's alive, but still, I hope. 
My friends, New Year's Eve tonight, what are you going to do? I am going to sleep. I don't care. I am done. I stayed up past midnight most of my life. I worked at a radio station in Ventura, California called Kehei. 100.7 100.7 K-H-A-Y We had to spell out the call letters Because for some reason we thought Maybe people will misunderstand And think it's K-Hey Like hey how are you doing H-E-Y So we would say the call letters all the time Country station up late 90s People calling me up until midnight It was a hot station I had good ratings I loved it It was a fun time And I just went to bed By 3 o'clock in the morning Would wake up at maybe noon That was my life for a long time And then I got married And my wife was Hey, you can't sleep in like that You gotta wake up as early as I do And I said, crap So I'd get up early with her And we'd go and do things Like go eat at a breakfast place And then do shopping And all that exciting stuff And meanwhile I'd be singing I'm just a fool in love Nobody falls in love as I do Speaking of which I sent a tape of that song To the band Ricochet If you know your country music from the 90s They had a song called She's got her baddies boots Her mama's Daddy's Daddy's money Daddy's money was the name of it And look who's looking at me Daddy's money A song written by Vince Gill actually Vince Gill was all over the radio Country radio in the 90s And they did Ricochet ever get back to me And thank me for the tape? No I don't know why I did that I was just I'm a fan of music, my friend I love music I love all kinds of music I have friends that are into metal I try and get into that a little bit It's tough I have to wear earplugs I don't like wearing earplugs But you can't go to a concert With that kind of music and not wear earplugs I don't get it I saw the band Opeth And they are hard rocking It was an amazing show It shook the crap out of me The very foundations of my soul And I had to wear earplugs And I didn't like that I don't like I have to wear earplugs My roommate is kind of loud I'll wear earplugs tonight Because of New Year's Eve But other than that Not a fan Folks You can listen to whatever you want Listen to Listen to this podcast though is all I'm asking Because otherwise what the hell am I doing this for I don't know Friends Today (laughs) People that start off uh, I'm making this an old timey radio show Friends let me speak to you today About box soap Box soap is the wonderful powdered soap That comes in a box And when your wife smells a little strange because she hasn't bathed in two months and you haven't bathed in three, give her a box of this wonderful Lux box soap and put it on her. She will love you for it. My friends, this morning I was listening to Lauren Fryer again because she was on the radio discussing something and Freyer, Lauren Freyer. And she's a beauty. She's a one in a million girl. And she, I just liked her on Facebook as a matter of fact Because we're friends now And that's how it is Friends She was speaking to someone about the exciting things that happened In 2017 as far as astronomy goes And 
Oh my gosh. The person she was talking to was uh, the person who it was was someone in charge of NPR's astronomy, uh, you know, astronomy stuff, astronomy news, and science correspondent. And they they were having they were so this lady who was on had entirely too much energy for this show and going oh yeah because she was I can't find it I tried it's hard to find things on the fly as I'm recording this podcast to you but what she what she said was uh, she was talking about yes Lauren this this uh, correspondent I can't think of her name. She's the, the head science correspondent for NPR. Yes, Lauren. In 2017, we had the Cassini space probe fly right into Mars. Boom! That's how she, she explained it on NPR. Which only leads me to think that NPR, the people are done with listening to the warm tones. For years, NPR had people... That were very reserved And now they want people that are loud Hey, and it flew past a couple of the moons Some of the moons have water shooting out of the, the surface And methane and That's what I heard this morning and, Oh, which is fine I don't mind that Except the fact that they were doing it all the, uh, they, were, they were doing um, It was reading off of a script And when you're reading from a script It Unless you're really good at it Unless you're Meryl Streep I know it's not PC to mention Meryl Streep These days because apparently she Covered up for Mr. Fatty McFat Harvey Weinstein and All of his picadillos And stuff she covered up supposedly For it And whatever Cafe whatever cafe anyway I anyway. just think she's a good actress Maybe her moral Um Compass is a little messed up But here I'm going to type in one more thing here Science Let's see uh, Let's see what happens if I type in science here Nope Wow I will tell you That um, The uh, NPR website As far as podcast goes Is no help at all And does not give you Anything From today Oh, oh! I see how they do this So they've got this little today button You can click heard on air All programs Ah, look at this I can even see the Sunday puzzle from today Oh, this is exciting beyond words Then, but it still does not have the, the, the podcast from today Hmm, yeah so Mike's Daily Podcast, however, is very easy to do, is very... Oh. Hey, NPR. The end of the year is here, and so is NPR Music. Shut up. Yes, if you would like to help out the show through the Amazon link, click on whatever you want to buy on Amazon. Go to mikesdailypodcast.com. Click on the Amazon link and buy whatever you got. Just remember that before you buy anything on Amazon. And they give, give, give me like a little something like, oh, somebody used your Amazon site, Mike. Here you go. And I go, thank you. There's also PayPal if you'd like to help us out that way. And all the past shows are at mikesdailypodcast.com. And past interviews. 
It was a year ago that I spoke to Irene Pena, New Year's Eve, and she was talking about her new album coming out. And I have it all that that interview is at mikesdailypodcast.com and hear that interview with the lovely Irene Pena, who I hope to see her and her husband this year up in Seattle. Uh, take a little trip up there would be nice. And hopefully my roommate can watch my dog, Basil the Boxer. Because that's the agreement we have. So back to millennials. No, they don't. It's, yeah, okay, they spend money on experiences. But we did the say, it's called, the, it, you know what it is? It's called, they're young. They want to experience things. Their little brains want to soak up knowledge and information and do things. So... Last night, I ran into my neighbor, John, who I haven't seen in a while, and his daughter, who's in her 20s, was with her there, and we were talking, and uh, we asked her, what are you going to do New Year's Eve? And John's daughter said, you know, oh, and we said, yeah, you're, you probably want to go and experience stuff, because you're like a millennial, and you probably, on New Year's Eve, you want to, she goes, nope, I want to experience my bed. She says, I'm going to, not my bed. Her bed. She wants to sleep, in other words. Ah, where's my archer phrasing thing? I don't have that today. Okay, I'm in a different location. Uh, but... (laughs) So that was it. That's the thing. The the point is, no, they're not some strange foreign land person. You said no dates. I said no such thing. Well, your mouth did. Well, your mouth better get over there and make Torvald happy. Um, phrasing? Regale him with exciting tales of ISIS exploits. Oh, uh, this is the last time you make me out a fool, Len Trexler. You want to play me hard? Phrasing. (laughs) There you go. That's phrasing for you. (sighs) Judy Greer. I just had to say your name one more time before the end of the year. Judy Greer, who's on Archer And uh, has been in so many things That I've enjoyed Arrested Development But one thing she is not in That I'm enjoying is the Roosevelt's And oh my gosh those people The Roosevelt's They were well off In the new world In America And Theodore Roosevelt His amazing climb Up to becoming a politician But he was also a, A general and led an armed group of soldiers into Cuba was the part of the Rough Riders, and like uh, the, the the stories that they talk about on the Roosevelts is amazing. You know, the guns whizzing by him, killing all the guys around him, but somehow he survived, and then uh, he became our president, our nineteenth president, something like that. Then after, oh, he said, "I'm only going to do one, one term." And then he, oh, he became president because the president at the time got shot and subsequently died from his wounds, uh, McKinley. So Theodore uh, says, I'm only going to do one term because I already did the, the term with uh, that I finished up McKinley's, what, what would have been his term. So I am going to now uh, do one term for myself and then I'm done, which he regretted. But when he ended his presidency, he went somewhere to Brazil, to the Amazon, and went up this river that had never been gone up before, phrasing by, I don't know if that was really a phrasing, but went, went on this river with uh, you know, some people that had never been on this river before. He almost died, got like malaria. He, uh, he cut up his leg really bad. They had no way to get out because there were just waterfalls everywhere. It was total Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. And finally, they got out of there alive. 
just amazing stories about Theodore Roosevelt. Just on him, just him. But then you bring in bring in Franklin, who is related to Theodore, his fifth cousin, I think. And then Eleanor Roosevelt, who married Franklin and was also related to Theodore. Theodore's brother's daughter is who that was. That's a whole fa- ball of wax. That's immensely fascinating. And watch it. I'm watching. I'm trying to finish it up on Netflix before I end my. Then I found out though I can watch it on the PBS website. So, but just an amazing part of our history. We're talking 1918. Of Franklin became our president in 1933, and then of course World War II and the Depression and all that. But Franklin had polio. Oh my gosh, polio! In other words. He, his legs, the muscles shriveled up in his legs. He had no, he couldn't walk. And all the times that he walked onto the podium, walked over to the podium to speak to a large group of people, he had all these little secret things going on where people would actually help him walk out there. And uh, he told the, pub, the, the press never to film it. He said... Uh, okay, boys, turn off the cameras while I'm walking. While my my help is helping me up to the stage. Thank you. C- totally had it concealed. If you were caught taking a picture of him when he was uh, on his crutches, he could barely. He couldn't even walk. His legs. He did basically a side to side thing. He swayed his legs side to side, and the rest of the moving of him was basically people holding him up and moving him along. Can you imagine that? We take our feet for granted. I had such horrible foot problems this year that I really realized that I really, really, really need to pay special care to my feet because it is a whole ball of wax, worms, and everything else when your feet don't work. So an amazing story about Franklin. And yeah, he had mistresses. And yeah, the Russians won the election. Look, what? We all have a lot of regrets, but my biggest regret is that Donald Trump is president of the United that's States. Right. Period. That's, that's so. Watch that. It's just amazing. Oh, so he did Franklin start a polio rehabilitation clinic, which actually you really in that time there was really no cure for polio, but you could make uh, people deal with their polio a lot better. And that involved swimming, because in the water, you're buoyant, you can use your arms, It's your legs are shot and can't be moved, but you can use your arms and get around in there, and it's like you're almost walking again. So they did all kinds of exercises in the pools, and he created this huge camp in Georgia that, be, uh, I think it's called Warm Springs now. Just, oh, wonderful. Now, one other level of this, and then I'll move on to something else, and that is Edward Herman. Edward K. Herman. He is the guy. He's been in so many things. You would recognize him. I'm going to pull something with his voice on it right now. Uh, he was on Gilmore Girls, too. And he, he was the father on Gilmore Girls. Um, his voice is just... Oh, wow. Somebody actually interviewed him. Here? Lovely. Now, I understand that you are from Washington, D.C.? That's, that's not... I was born there uh, long ago during the big war. My dad was working for the government. And I... Do you recognize that voice? He's like on every History Channel show. Gilmore Girls, he was in Lost Boys. He played a vampire in Lost Boys. Just the nicest guy. 
I, we're from uh, the Midwest, and he'd moved up to Michigan in 1940, and war came, and he moved to Washington to work for the government, and I was born there. So Edward Herman died of brain cancer in 2014. The irony is he was working on another Ken Burns movie, a documentary. Ken Burns did the Roosevelt's. He also did one on cancer. Uh, it's at the Empress of All Maladies. I think the name is. I might be wrong on that. But Edward Herman was the narrator of that. Meanwhile, as he was narrating and voicing this documentary, Ken Burns likes to use entirely voiceovers. The only time you actually see someone actually talk is if they got newsreel footage or if they have a historian that wants to add something uh, very insightful, they'll put the camera on the historian. And there's this really cute lady they have on the, the Roosevelt's one. I forget her name. Hachi Machi. Do I have that sound effect too? Hachi Machi? Wow, 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 wow. Maybe I'll find it. Edward Herman said, no, you know what? I have brain cancer and I'm going to finish this. I'm going to finish this project. I'm going to finish this documentary because this documentary is about cancer and this is a fitting end to my career. Edward Herman not only portrayed Franklin Roosevelt in the Ken Burns documentary, he was Franklin Roosevelt in Annie, the first one with Carol Burnett. He was, uh, he actually played Franklin Roosevelt in a, I think it was a made for TV show in the seventies. And uh, something else he did Franklin Roosevelt as well in. But he, he was the go-to guy. If you wanted Franklin Roosevelt to become real, you got Edward Herman to do it. So listening to his voice on this Roosevelt and thing and knowing that he's gone. Now, Gilmore Girls did a special uh, updated Gilmore Girls that they released on Netflix last year. And Edward Herman, since he had passed away, they did like a cool tribute to him in the show. He is very much a part of the new Gilmore Girls, even though he's no longer with us. So Edward Herman, what a great guy. Hey, I just wanted to mention that and mention that the UN chief says, red alert, red alert. Hey, I'm thinking of a Rush song. Uh, that was a cool tune. And um, what can you? There's a darn commercial that, of course, will prevent me from playing it for you. But yeah, red alert is what they're saying. And oh, here is it. There's no swimming in the heavy water, no singing in the acid rain. Red alert, red alert. I'm just a fool in love. This. This is the song that you probably don't recognize until you get to this part. Yeah, cool song. Okay, so he's saying red alert. All the world began to ring in 2018 at this moment as I'm recording it. Uh, let's see, Tokyo, Australia already have welcomed in 2018. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres called for global unity to overcome growing challenges. In a New Year message today, he said the world appeared to have, quote, 
gone in reverse before adding, on New Year's Day 2018, I am not issuing an appeal. I am issuing an alert, a red alert for our world. As we begin 2018, I call for unity. We can settle conflicts, overcome hatred, and defend shared values, but we can only do that together. Amen, brother. I went a long way just to tell you that. I hope you appreciate it. So marijuana is going to be legal as of tomorrow here in California. I really could care less because everywhere you go in the Bay Area, you catch a whiff of the marijuana. Everywhere you go, uh, if you're riding on BART, forget it. You're going to be inhaling so much contact high. So welcome to California. If you like the marijuana, you are going to love California because that's all we are going to be doing is smoking, toking, and be a space joker, midnight toker, I'm a cowboy, I'm a moon unit, something. That's terrible. Cell phone exposure is bad for us? What? And we'll wrap it up the show with that little fun little piece of news as we go outside a cafe anyway where you bring you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcast Rally. Yes. Apparently many of us have our cell phones within an arm's reach at all times. It's either in a pocket or a purse or maybe just a few inches from our face on a daily basis. I don't know if that's true. I think a lot more people are texting these days and not really talking. If they are talking on their smartphones, they're talking really loud on BART and so everyone can hear Given how tethered we are to these devices, uh, scientists have been studying any possible health maladies that could result from cell phone exposure, radiation amounts in particular. Although the larger scientific community has not produced any strong evidence to suggest that continual exposure to cell phones is harmful, the California Department of Public Health, thank you California for that, recently issued guidelines for how to reduce exposure to radio frequency energy emitted from the handheld device. According to their report, about 95% of Americans own cell phones, with 12% relying on them for everyday internet access. Um, To minimize any negative effects, the public health report suggests keeping the phone away from one's body, reducing... Uh, cell phone use when there is a weak signal, limiting the amount of downloaded or uploaded audio or video files, storing the phone away from the bed at night, removing headsets when not on a call, and avoiding products that claim to block radio frequency energy. They say that these products may actually increase one's exposure to the potentially harmful emissions. That whole article is actually on PRI affiliated with NPR. And Sophie Bushwick, the senior editor for Popular Science says, the fact that they issued guidelines saying, here's how to reduce your cell phone exposure seems to indicate that cell phone exposure is a problem. Whereas in reality, I think the scientific consensus right now is they have not found a strong connection between exposure to cell phone radiation and brain cancer or other health problems. But they have said that we need to keep studying this issue in the long term. I think that for that reason, the guidelines are a little misguided because it's creating a lot of fear around an issue that we're not sure people actually need to be afraid of. And as uh, I'll throw in here, as Bushwick finished that sentence, I will throw in and add to the sentence what Franklin Roosevelt said, and that is, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Which, if you take that at 
face value You'll go what? Huh? Can you do that with like any word? Any verb that's a f- Also a noun? Let's see Boating for example A boat You can No wait that's not a good Ski Okay You can ski and you can own a ski You have nothing to ski But ski itself Yeah that works perfect Next show We will have the wonderful Benita The disgruntled fiddle player And the brewmaster Thank you for listening to this show In 2017 Or perhaps you're listening to this in 2018 But thank you for listening to the show uh, If you did at all In 2017 And making this show such a huge runaway success Next year is going to be wonderful I have great thoughts And hopes and dreams And I try to push away any fear And any red alerts And think only positive things for this year May it all be good for you Good things Things that you want to do and experience If you are a millennial or not Don't read from a script Make life new Fly, Fly off the top of your head Fly from the roofs No, don't fly Don't don't jump off of a roof No, but just take Fly by the seat of your pants Is what I'm saying Do things different Do things that you want to do Don't be the same old, same old Don't break out of the mold Is what I'm saying As I wrap up the show By saying break out of the mold What was I going to call this show? Oh, bonus This was a bonus show To help lift you up Here at the end of 2017 And at the beginning of a wonderful year 2018 I only wish the best for you And thank you for stopping by Mike's Daily Podcast Here at Cafe Anyway Please tell your friends About Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Thank you Three, two, one Happy New is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.